Now, back to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Okay, so it's 8.21 on what has, I think, been just an unbelievable news day here in the province. And we continue with breaking news involving this bombshell Toronto Star investigation that alleges that Honey and Barry Sherman were murdered in a professional contract killing, according to their sources. So what is new tonight is that apparently marks found on the Sherman's wrists indicated that they had been tied up together. It also all a result of the fact that they had hired their own professional um, investigative team. So after the deaths of Honey and and Barry Sherman uh, came out on the news, um, the family feeling like they weren't getting the answers and not believing that their parents could be involved in a murder-suicide went out and hired Brian Greenspan and their own investigative team. And now we are just learning what is new in the investigation. Let's bring in the man himself who broke this story. He is known for breaking huge stories. His name, Kevin Donovan. Hi, Kevin. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on tonight. This is quite a, a bombshell that you're releasing. There were many, many people, certainly in the Jewish community, who said and knew these people who said there is just no way that they were involved in any kind of suicide. And now we hear this. Yeah, I think this is just a natural follow-up to that. Uh, uh, I mean, when I first heard stories over the, the holidays, uh, I, um, you know, I, I sort of uh, I could see something to that theory because I assumed that the police would would um you know zero in on something like this uh and, and even though speaking through sources they wouldn't uh wouldn't be making stuff up but uh but but in this case it seems that they have uh, uh the family's uh private team uh, has come to this conclusion that uh it was a double homicide not a murder suicide okay so bring in uh, bring up bring forward for us if you can some of the new details because I think there was a lot of confusion, given that the police had, I think, released information that it appeared that they had been found in by the pool area of the house, uh, possibly death by hanging. What is new and, and counters that narrative that you've discovered? Yeah, and, and first of all, I should say this is obviously a very upsetting thing for the, Absolutely. For the family and to, you know, even for, for me to be writing about it. So I do uh, uh, have you know, a huge amount of sympathy for them. Uh, but... Uh, the details are this. Um, uh, yes, they were found uh, um, side by side, uh, sitting uh, legs out away from the pool, uh, uh, which is uh, downstairs in, in their house uh, at Old Colony Road in North Toronto. Um, there uh, is evidence that there were markings uh, there were markings on their wrists as if uh, each of their hands, they were bound together, like singly bound together. Uh, but there's no ties or ropes found at the scene. Uh, and uh, uh, there was a toxicology analysis done uh, by the family's uh, people uh, that determined that there's nothing um, on their in their bodies that would have contributed to to death. So, I mean, there's a lot of speculation. This person is involved in you know generic uh, drugs would have access to all sorts of things uh, easier than than you or I. But there's nothing there beyond the normal drugs that somebody who is 70 or 75 mm-hmm. might have in their body. Um, and then uh, it has been you know, described before in the media, but a little bit more detail on the, uh, the ligature uh, compression. Uh, so my understanding, and uh, I'm talking to, to sources, is that uh, they were strangled with the belts. Right. And then, but it was more of a, the words used are, 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 are a staged homicide, uh, a staged killing that they were 
thin, uh, the other end of the belt, uh, one end is wrapped around the neck and the other end is sort of looped or tied to the uh, to the railing, but they weren't hanging. That was just kind of a, a staging, is, is my understanding of it, which in our city, this stuff just doesn't happen. No, it doesn't. But there had been a lot of people who felt this is going to be an unsolved murder because it was, uh, you know, that it was so sophisticated. It had to be some kind of contract. And now your information will certainly further um, many who believe that. But, you know, when this was initially reported and the information we have so far by the Toronto police is that no forced entry, they, they believe that there was no one at large. And so if you're a contract killer, you would know how to do these things. So where does the investigation go from here? What are the chances that we could find somebody? Well, I mean, that, that's that's a big question. And I don't have any information that would indicate, uh, you know, who uh, was responsible for this. Um, what I have found is no evidence that the police are asking uh, questions uh, beyond, you know, just looking at the house. So I've not, I've not run into anybody yeah. Uh, who said, uh, yeah, the police asked me if, if I was involved. So I'm not hearing anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the police have not released the scene to the family, the, the house to the family, so that they're not able to go in and see if anything is missing. Uh, so, so where it goes forward right now is, uh, I mean, I think the Toronto police wish they had not said that, whoever mm-hmm. said it at the time. Uh, and if you just take you back to that, I mean, the first thing that happened were a couple of officers at the scene the, the night the bodies were discovered said, we're not looking for any any outstanding suspects. And that's really what got everything yeah. started. And that led to the media then saying, well, if you're not looking for a suspect, that means it must be murder-suicide. And so so that's kind of, you know, they call it in law the fruit of the poison tree. Well, in this case, that, that was the problem. That was the mistake that was made there. And uh, and it's such a high-profile case. You know, everybody's asking questions. Um, I suspect that at some point in the next week or so, the police are going to have to formally classify these as homicides, which, quite frankly, they do all the time. I mean, we get you know, yeah. I get these press press releases that come into our media organizations. You know, homicide uh, number fifty-two of the year, and I think that will happen. And then. It'll be sort of a new day. And what I think would be helpful, um, although this hasn't happened yet, is if the two, if the police and the, the private uh, you know, investigation team and, and the, 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 the other pathologist that they, they hired, because they used a very well-respected Ontario pathologist to do yes. the second autopsy, if they would get together in a room. But so far, that's not happening. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, this, of course, story just breaking. It's by Kevin Donovan in the Toronto Star. That's where you can read it. I've put it on uh, social media. Thanks so much for joining us. We will, of course, watch for new details. Okay, thanks for having me on. Thank you. And so new information on the Sherman uh, situation and, and probably just uh, horrifying for the family to have to hear these details. But nonetheless, this is why they hired their own investigative team was to find answers because they did not believe the working theory that their parents were involved in a murder-suicide. So we'll continue following these developments. We're going to take a quick break here at 828. I'm Alex Pierce, and this is On Point here on Global News Radio.